series risen, and something happened after Jesus resurrected, and they met with his disciples many times. We've been talking about this for a number of weeks. We even looked at Peter's life beforehand, which gets us really to where we are today. But I got a message today for you. It's a standalone message. Say it with me. The what? Miracle of a what? Now listen, guys, I'm awake, so I need you awake. Are y'all listening? Come on, here's the deal. One more time, let's say it again. The miracle of a changed life. I'm going to be loud, so I'm going to get on your nerves. That's the plan. I can make a difference. My life's a miracle. My salvation is a miracle. You kidding me? My mama drunk, Billy Graham talking, we're going to show you in the morning. I go like a crazy person. Three weeks later, we're saved. Are you kidding me? My mama came home, and mama was the leader. She was out front of me in my salvation. I got saved, but mama was out front. Mama went home that day and poured out that Paps Blue Ribbon down that sink. Now, that was gold to my mama. My mama was a hard worker at the restaurant. She was rough, though. She was rough. Ran around on daddy. Didn't know Jesus at all. But man, she'd get up in the morning and put on that white gown, that white, uh, that white waitress outfit. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Say, look like a nurse's outfit. That's what they used to wear at the restaurants back in the day. You didn't know if it was a nurse or a, cook or a lady in the restaurant. But she wore that thing, had them big old heavy stockings on because she had varicose veins in her leg. And it just messed her up pretty bad. But she'd get done at four o'clock. She'd get in that LTD, look like, uh, Cruella DeVille. Going up the hill to jeans. And you know Rockingham, don't you? It's rough. She going up the hill to jeans tavern. Beep, beep. Jean would come out with a couple of six packs of Pap's Blue Ribbon. Mama would go home. That was the first round. And she'd come back later and the car is looking like Cruella. And she'd get more. That was my mama's life before Jesus. Worked during the day. Drunk at bedtime. Y'all hear me or not? Three weeks. After hearing the gospel, it broke through in her heart. My mother was saved. She never drank another drop. Never. Yes, she poured it out. Listen. Listen. Hey, I don't drink. Okay? That's me, Gary Clark. Some people do. I get that. Just because you drink, you're not a drunk. I get that. The Bible says, whatever you do, do in moderation. I get that. Okay? But for Mama, it was a demon that had a hold on her life. And my mama was forever changed. It was unbelievable. Now, we're not talking about just that. She started serving because now she had had to quit work. She's on Social Security, which is nearly nothing back in the day, based on a waitress's salary. That's nuts. Amen. What a buck and a quarter an hour. And that was probably wasn't even that much back then. So she didn't have much, but she still had me at home, six brothers and sisters. But I'm the only one left at the house, about 16 years old. And, uh, but I saw something in my mama. My, my mother led me to Christ. She wasn't the one that presented the gospel to me, but she's the one that led me up that hill. Amen? And she changed my life, man. And that's why I still talk about my mama 25 years after her murder. 25 years after the fact. I'm still talking to my, about mama like she's still here. Well, mama's in heaven now. But I believe with all my heart, she's tuning in to the Fellowship Church right now. Did you hear me? And don't come argue with me later about that. As if you're going to change me. <laughs> Amen? Come on. Can I help you, buddy? 
No, no, stay down, stay down. Okay? We're preaching, okay? God bless you, buddy. Go ahead, but we're going to keep preaching. Here's what I'm going to do. Get somebody to help him, Raj, okay? But I'm going to keep my message because it's not easy what I'm doing up here, okay, buddy? You cool with that? And I'll talk to you afterwards. I'd be happy to, okay? But right now we're going to preach his word, okay, buddy? Appreciate it, buddy. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. We'll have the fire chief will help you, okay? God bless you. Y'all with me all right so far, yes or no? You all right, buddy? Appreciate you getting a seat. Just because with trouble in churches today, we don't know what's going on anymore. Amen? You cool? You're not cool? Well, you're going to have to get cool. Okay. Listen, I pr- appreciate you just like I would at house. I'd be kind, and I'm just being kind. I'm happy to talk to you later, okay? Appreciate that. Okay. Let me do my message, and we'll see how we do it at the end. Okay? Okay, you'll have to help. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Here we go. Very unusual. Got it? Yes or no? Doesn't happen hardly ever. It's okay. It's okay. That's all right. Appreciate it. We've got several police officers in the room as well. We need them. Okay? God bless you. (laughs) You all right? Cool. Cool. Hey. We'll just take us a break for a second. When you get up here and talk like I do, it's no picnic. Amen? Appreciate that. Appreciate you guys. We love you. Just because I'm not going to stop in the middle of the message and talk to somebody doesn't mean I don't love people. Amen? It means I'm like a child in a first grade and I still have a one-track mind. Okay? You understand? A few of you like me out there, good. So here's the point. Here's the point. What was the point? No, I know. But Mama was changed. Mama was changed. And it took me months, guys, before I had the miracle of a changed life. Now, see, I had that miracle when I got saved. But Mama started practicing and exercising what God had done in her life. And she, she was the leader for me. You understand? My mother, who had, you know, cheated on my daddy, she had recently, before she got saved, married this drunk man and a mean man. And, but I watched my mother not only stop drinking, but start serving, start loving I couldn't believe it, the change in her life. I'm here to tell you today, the most powerful miracle that you'll ever see is a changed life. Did you hear me, yes or no? We think, oh, if I get struck by lightning, you ain't going to like that, I'm going to tell you. We think if we saw this happen or that happen, we'd be a follower of Jesus. You ought to follow Jesus because your life's been changed. Did you hear me or not today? My life's been changed. I'm not going to hell anymore. Jesus is my... Savior, He is my Lord. I can talk to Him. I have a relationship with Him. I've been through hell and high water on this earth. And many of you know some of my stories. And I I know some of yours. He's never left me. Did you all hear me yes or no? He's a faithful God. Amen? He's a good God to me. And so I've been able now to follow Him. Certainly not perfectly. And my mother didn't. But she did better than I did. I'll tell you that. But the point is, that's the message today, the miracle of a changed life. Now, the reason, got a little off sidetracked. I think all of you would if you had to do that, okay? Yes? Amen? Here's the point. I'm going to just segue a little bit. I'm not off track. I've sort of thought about what I'm about to say. I'm going home this week. It's been 25 years since my mother's murder. And every time I go home, I have a couple of little houses up in an area called Moore County where these folks are from. 
But I always go to Richmond County. First, usually, to my home, Rockingham. 109 River Road. It's not my house anymore. When Mama was murdered, that was 25 years ago, we sold the house immediately. Man bought the house. About 10 years ago, the house burned. It's in a real bad part of town. Here's how bad it is. My mother was murdered on our land. Across the fence, Brenda Sue Cobbler was stabbed 22 times and her throat was cut. Over here to the left, a woman shot her husband. That's just on my yard. Boom, boom, boom. That's a bad area. Today, the drugs, the uh, prostitution, just in right in through there and through East Rockingham. It's a pretty rough area, okay? So here's the point. When I go home, I always go there. 109 River Road. I drive up the road. Little old street. I don't know why they call it River Road because ain't no river. But we call it that. Whatever. So pull in there and I pull up the driveway and it's all grown up. Nasty. I already got bad memories enough. Amen. Say. And I look at it. And I do this all the time. Fast forward to about two months ago. I know y'all going to think I'm crazy now. Y'all going to think, I can't even believe I came here today. Well, I believe in dreams. I believe in dreams. Why? Because I have them. How many have dreams? Let me see some hands. You have some dreams. How many hardly ever dream at all? There's some of you. Okay. God speaks through dreams. He does it in the, in the Bible. We've seen it many, many, many times. Okay. But... Most dreams we have are because of too much pizza, watching bad TV shows. Amen. That's the way it happens. But, but, have had many times. See, because when Gary goes to sleep, God doesn't. And I, this sitting in the message, it's going to be, I'll cut the message short, but I want you to hear this. So two months ago, I had a dream. And I have often dreams. Every night I go to sleep, I look at Kim and say, Hi, ah, see you in the morning. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> it's fun going to sleep. But anyway, two months ago, I'm on, this is a dream. I'm on that road, river road, going to the house. And there I look at it. You know, it's all grown up and nasty and horrible. And I look at it, and it's all cleaned up. The house ain't there. I pull up, my goodness, in my dream. <laughs> it's like a garden. Mama used to have it so pretty. The plants, the flowers, not overkill. Some benches. I can't believe it. Unbelievable. And I look on the back fence. And that's where Miss Lampley came after Mama's murder. She came and talked to me. She said, your mama came every day to this fence. And every day she would come and she'd have something in her hand to give me. And in my dream, I looked on that back fence and there was a mural of my mama with her hand outstretched. I was like, I am blown away. The dream meant so much to me, I woke Kim up. Two o'clock in the morning, get up, get up. And Kim's a heavy sleeper. You don't want to do that. You might get punched, I'm just saying. But I, it meant so much to me. I couldn't believe it. At the end of my dream... Right at the end of it, Mama's standing there with me. And she said, your brother did this. 
The last words my mother spoke to me when she was alive on the phone on a Sunday night were these. Your brother bought me a brand new truck. And she was killed on Wednesday. So in my dream, I imagine that's probably was part of the thinking. You know, your brother did this. Y'all understand how dreams work? Yes or no? So that was that. And Mama was so tickled, and I was too. And I woke up. That was the end of the dream. Well, needless to say, I started thinking about it. So I called the pastor there in Rockingham, who's been here many times. I said, Joey, I had this dream. I told it to him. I said, I want you to go down there and look at that land. So while I'm on the highway, he's down there looking at that land, talking to me on the cell phone. He gets moved by it because he was there the day she was killed and hadn't been there in a long time. He even goes in the old burnt house and in the shed where a lot of bad things went on. And I said, Joey, I'd like you to go see the city manager, the county manager about that land. He said, I'll be glad to do it. Come to find out, they're auctioning the land this week. Did y'all hear what I just said? It ain't worth much or nothing. So here's the plan. I'm going to see what the Lord does. I'd like to take that bad memory and turn it into my mother's life first. All things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. That lot is a nasty part of town, but they built the Veterans Memorial in Rockingham on the lower area down here, and there's about 500 crosses honoring veterans. Okay, I don't know why they put it in that part of town, but it's there. The VFW Club's across the street, and our lot, which ain't mine, overlooks that. My goal would be to get that lot and put three crosses on it like we got out front and light them up facing the veterans. You'll see it from town. Literally, you'll see this from town. And I'd like to do that in honor of my mother. Are y'all hearing me today? Now listen, though, listen. But not just in honor of my mother, no. I'd like to... They don't even know I'm doing this. Some people do. We're going to try. All we can do is try, right? Somebody wants to go crazy and outbid and clean it up and pay a lot of money for it, God bless them for doing it. Amen. I won't do that. But the bottom line is, I want to do a memorial to domestic violence victims because so much murder and killing happened in my hometown. You hear me? Yes or no? Don't you think that'd be a good idea? I think it's a good idea. It's crazy. Not going to build a pavilion because people are asleep under it. I want all that. Amen? No. No. And we're going to talk to the police. I'm going to make sure they're coming up the street. If it works out, just pray for me this week. Will you pray for me this week? Yes or no? Pray for me this week. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. If nothing else, I had a great dream, didn't I? Amen. Now you might say, what's that got to do with the message? Probably not much, except this. The miracle of my mother's life has still impacted, is still impacting my life to this day. Okay? Now I'm just talking about her for a minute, but the bottom line, I've got to go to the Scripture now. We're going to get out of here. I don't think you're leaving yet. But your life is a miracle. Your life, if it's changed, is a miraculous thing. Now, if, if your life isn't changed, if, if Jesus has come into your life and come in, and ain't, ain't made any difference, listen, that's not His will for you. His will is for you to have a changed life for His glory. Y'all hear me or not? Amen? So let's go to the message. Here we go. Got a little sideways, but I'll tell you what I was doing this week. 
Here's what happened after Jesus resurrected, before He ascended. He's with His disciples. Say this verse with me. But you shall receive, help me, power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be what? Witnesses unto me. Where? Both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And when He had spoken, when Jesus spoke these things to His disciples, while they're looking at Him, He was taken up. Taken up into glory. He's seated now at the right hand of God the Father. And a cloud received Him out of their sight. So what happened after the resurrection? He was here for a while. Seen by a whole lot of folk. And then right here, whoop! And that's where he is. But he said, don't y'all go anywhere. Listen, you're going to receive power. You're not going to, I didn't come here and do what I'm doing to leave and you be alone. The Holy Spirit is coming. I'm sending him, the comforter. The one who walks alongside you. The one who will never leave you nor forsake you. Are y'all hearing me today? And that's what happened here. Watch it. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, so 50 days later from the Passover, when the crucifixion and everything took place, there's this other big feast, the Feast of Passover. It's happening in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is Grand Central Religious Station. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord, say one accord, in one place. So here's the disciples and other followers of Christ, they're together. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as a what? A rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Now, I don't want to be ugly, but I'm going to be ugly. A lot of people try to recreate acts today in your churches. A lot of people try to do it on TV. I, I'm not into that. I'm not into forcing anything. Did y'all hear me yes or no? I'm into R-E-A-L, real. Honest. Okay? See, when God saved me from hell, that was plenty. Did you hear me yes or no? Well, i got to get my miracle. i got my miracle. I'm saved. Right, preacher? On the way to heaven. I have a friend that sits closer to me than a brother. Now, that's pretty good right there. If I don't have two nickels to rub together, I'm doing pretty good. Amen or oh me. Say. Listen. But the funny thing is this. Those that want to push this and you got to do this. And there's churches that will teach you. They get you together and they'll get you a bunch of you. And they'll have you say this so many times. And when you get done, you're supposed to be talking in tongues. Well, none of that happened here. What happened here was suddenly a sound came from heaven like a mighty rushing wind. And I'm waiting for somebody to pull that one off. Can you imagine a hurricane coming inside this room? And just spinning all around a twister inside this room. I don't know what it was like, but I know right now that would get your attention. Yes or no? Say, say what? Yes or no? Well, that's what happened here. And it filled the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them, those in that room, the disciples and others, with cloven tongues or cloven, you, the same word as languages, like as a fire, and it set on each of them. Be honest with you, we don't know what all that is. To be honest with you, people might act like they do. And they were all filled, these were waiting, Jesus ascended, they were all filled with the what? Say it with me. 
The Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other what? The word is languages. The word is dialects. They began to speak with other dialects or languages as the Spirit gave utterance. So they're at this big feast. Pentecost is going on. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem at this time, Jews, devout men of every nation under heaven. And now when it was noised abroad, what? What got noised abroad? The multitude came together and they were confounded. They couldn't believe it. These people meeting in that room now were speaking languages where every man who were gathered all over at this Feast of Pentecost, they started hearing them speak in their own what? Same word, or their own tongue. Are y'all listening to me this morning? So here's the point. Here, keep, just keep moving. I've said that a lot today. Here's the point. Here's the point. They were all amazed. They could not believe their eyes. People with other uh, you know, dialects, they're hearing now in their own language. And they marveled and said to one another, Behold, aren't these jokers? who are speaking all these languages from Galilee? Here's my version. Aren't all these jokers dumb hillbillies? Because the further away you got from Jerusalem, the less spiritual you were, the less devout you were. Galilee was like, you're playing at Judaism. You're not the real deal. And that's where Jesus chose to get His disciples. Isn't that funny? Yes or no? Isn't that funny? But the fact of the matter is, they were just in shock. They said, how do we hear every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? So something happened here mighty. Say that with me. The most unusual thing that the lost world will ever see is the what? Miracle of a what? They are seeing these guys, these Galileans, talk in a language they can understand, knowing it's not the language they are good at at all. And these guys are just riveted to what's going on. Y'all hear me or not? So, I can make a difference myself, this miracle. And I just kept walking through the book of Acts. It's not very long, but I'm going to share a couple of things with you. How can my life make a difference? Well, let's watch the disciples a little bit. Number one, say that with me. I can what? One more time, louder. I can what? I'm saved. Why can't I change? You don't understand. I've done this so long, I can't change. I don't buy that. Greater is He set with me that's in me than He that's in the world. I'm not saying people aren't addicted. I'm not saying people aren't ensnared. I know that. But I'm going to tell you right now, I believe people can change. I believe that. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen it. I'd much rather see a changed life than somebody flopping in the church like a chicken. Yes or no? I'm telling you, man. You can change. Here's Peter. Peter the denier. Peter the one who was angry and cut off the guys here in the garden not long ago. He's so proud. He's so full of himself. And look at Peter now after the Holy Spirit. Look at this. Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea and all that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. Listen, these guys that you're thinking are drunk because you can't understand their language. Listen, they're not drunk. It's only 9 a.m. 
Third hour of the day, Jewish time. It's only 9 a.m. They don't get drunk this early, okay? And he, he just told them, he said, look, these guys are filled with the Spirit. This is God's working in their life. Listen to what John the Baptist said about I can change. Say that with me. He must what? And I must what? You want to change? Try that. Now, if you want to stay the way you are, you're not going to have the miracle of a changed life. That's tough preaching, ain't it, say? He must increase. I need more of him and less of Gary. I need more of his word and less of my word. I need more of his mind and less of my crazy head. Amen. That's what John the Baptist said. I hate to tell you this. John the Baptist is better than both of us, okay? Look at someone else. Here's what the Apostle Paul said. If you want to change, say this with me. Three words. Say it with me. I die. Got to crucify this flesh. This stuff, this flesh, our thoughts, our actions, what we want to do every day. Well, I did this yesterday. I'm sorry. That's gone. Well, I don't know about tomorrow. Don't worry about it. How about you die right now? Amen. I'm talking about die to your desires. You know what mama did? She went home after that lunch. I mean, after we had that, gotten saved at that little church. She went home, and you know what she did? She took action. She took some action. Well, I can't do that. You don't know what you can do. Do you? Yes or no? Say. You don't know what you can do. Greater is He that's in me than He's in this world. You have no idea when you make a decision for Jesus Christ to step out what you can do. It's crazy. Tracy couldn't believe we've done all this. Me neither. I'm from Rockingham. And one of the worst parts of town. But God is faithful. You hear me? I hope I'm not boring you to tears with this changed life stuff. Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said to His disciples, If any man will come after Me, say it with Me, let him do what? Deny himself and do what? Take up his cross and follow Me. A changed life. It doesn't happen. Ooh, I struck my light. I'm different now. I went to a meeting. I sent a preacher a check. Wouldn't that be nice if it was so easy, huh, church? No, it takes effort. It takes faith. It takes dying to yourself. It takes carrying His cross. But it's worth it. The miracle of a changed life. Can I do a quick test? How many would say, Pastor Gary, my life from where I was is a miracle. Can I see some hands? My life is a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. And I've met people. I met my brother this week. There have been people in this room that have had a lot of pain. A lot of pain. You lose somebody you love so much. You find out who you are. And who you know when you have to walk through that valley of that shadow of death. Amen. Say, you want to change life, guys. Are you hearing me? Yes or no? This is what you want right here. And this is what Jesus said we will have with the Holy Spirit. A lot of people have counterfeited this. It's the power of a changed life. I'm convinced of it. You hear me? What good am I if I can do this or do that or do the other and I don't have love? And love in me from Jesus out to other people. I'm nothing, the Bible says. Second thing, our life is a miracle. Listen, the greatest miracle ever. I can share Jesus. Say that with me. I can what? 
I guess maybe I'm getting older or something, guys. I don't know. I don't have a problem sharing Jesus now. Well, you're the preacher. I'm from Rockingham. Hush your mouth. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. I've learned it's not about knocking on a door. How many doors do you knock on, preacher? A bunch of them? Yeah. <laughs> I think as we get older, we learn. There's people everywhere, aren't they? There's a better way, I think. My way is the McDonald's way. The Home Depot way. You understand? Coaching ball on a ball field way. Going where people are. Not shoving it down their throat. Who does that? Here! What? Sharing Jesus. How can I share Him? Tell Him what He's done for you. Now, if He didn't do nothing for you, you ain't got nothing to say. Need to have some alone time with God. Look in the mirror, sit down in a corner, get down in a dark spot, wherever you need to get. And say, Lord, I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to, I want to, I want to see you in my life. But if you live life long enough, like I have, and I'm younger than a lot of you, but crap will happen. And you're going to need him. Amen. And you ain't asking for it. How many would say, I didn't ask for it, but I found the Lord? Let me see some hands. I didn't ask for it, but in my dark spot, I found the Lord. Amen. Amen. I was proud to baptize you the other night, ma'am. I was honored to baptize you. Tell me your name again. Country name. Euline. Not Jolene, like Dolly Parton sang. Euline. Smiling. She's facing serious, serious, serious struggles with cancer. It was hard for her to go in the waters and just be baptized. Let me tell you something, Euline. Your changed life affected me the other night. I was one that saw your light. Did you hear me? You matter. Your pain, your suffering you're going through. He's with you. You know that. And we pray for you. We love you. You hear me? I don't even know you, but I love you already. You can share Jesus. I'm not saying you're going to be like you lean in her spot. But no matter where you are, you can share Jesus if you have a changed life. Are you all hearing me? Therefore, let, us, let all the house of Israel, Peter speaking, know assuredly that God hath made the same. Here's Peter changed, whom you've crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, who the people he was speaking to, they were pricked in their heart. They said to Peter and to the rest of the apostles, what shall we do? We've crucified the Lord. What shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, say it with me, repent and be what? Baptized every one of you in the name of who? Jesus, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive what? And who? The Holy Ghost. Amen. That's what happened to me. When did you receive the Holy Spirit? Well, I didn't know nothing. The Lord came into my life when I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You hear me or not? Was He working in your life right away? No, because I was full of myself still. I was still living my life for Gary. But as I pressed toward God, He started working with me more and showing Himself in my life more. Do you all understand that? Yes or no? Okay? 
So that's what Peter, full of the Spirit, he's sharing Jesus now. The same crazy guy that was doing crazy things earlier. And look what happened. Then they that gladly received his word that day were baptized. The same day, say it with me, they were added unto them how many? Three thousand. I guess Peter and the disciples can do it, can't they? Yes or no? You can do it. Don't make excuses. The miracle of a changed life. I have everything I need. I have it, man. Yes or no? On messages like this, I feel like I'm boring you to tears. But I know it's Satan coming against me. Because he hates any time I get up and try to get you to get out here and share the message of Jesus. Okay? But I'm going to keep doing it because it's the right thing to do. Amen? Yes or no? But be real. Be honest. Don't be a fake. Don't be a fraud. You hear me? Don't do that. I'd rather you keep your mouth shut than getting out here and talking about something that you ain't experienced. I'm not talking about experiencing the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about experiencing Jesus, that you're saved, you believe in Him. Y'all with me or not? Keep looking. A little different message. I'm all over the place. It's okay. Number three, miracle of a changed life. Say that with me. I, I can do what? I can what? How many were selfish as a day is long? My hands up before you came to Jesus. Let's see some hands in the house. we got some selfish, thinking people in this room. How many, before God, as God is your witness, He has helped you and He has changed your life and you enjoy serving other people? Can I see your hand? Is it, can we praise Him for that? Is that crazy right there? Is that good or what? Come on! That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. You, you trust Christ, you get saved. Listen. That's the miracle right there. Holy Spirit indwells you. You start sharing Christ. You start serving. It's incredible. Look at Peter and John. Look at what they did. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple in the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain lame man, man lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid how often? Every day. Every day they've taken this lame man and putting him by the temple gate called Beautiful. To ask alms. That's what he's doing. They lay him there so he can go, can you help the poor? Can you give to the poor? That's what he does every single day. Who, when Peter and John were about to go into the temple, asked alms of them. And Peter fastening his eyes on him. I'm going to tell you something right now. Peter was a bad joker. I believe it with my whole heart. I believe he would knock your head off. And so the Lord really had to work on Peter. <laughs> Amen. But here's Peter. Here's Peter. I can just see him looking at him. And he says unto this fellow, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to do what? To receive some what? Money. One of my favorite verses in the Bible. Would you quote it with me? Come on, say it with me. Then Peter said, Come on now. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. Say it with me. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and... Woo! I love that verse, don't you? And he took him by the right hand. Who? The crippled man. Been there every day. They have him there every day. And they lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received what? Strength. And he leaping up stood and he walked. What are you talking about change life? Yes or no? Come on, say. Come on. And he walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Peter and John didn't have money. 
But they had the power of God on their life. And they gave what they, they could to Him. You understand? And they served. Now, guys, a lot of people are trying to fake this today. I know I'm being ugly again. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm just trying to be honest. you got cell phones. Just take a picture, okay? A, a movie. This is in the Word of God. This literally happened. So much of what people claim today, they find them out to be frauds. What a disgrace. You hear me, yes or no? Yes or no? Do I believe in healing? I believe in healing. I believe in miracles still. But I, I believe we live in the greatest country on the face of the earth. I believe we have medicine. I believe we have doctors. I believe we have the blessing of Almighty God right on top of us. Amen? Are you giving Him praise when you take something that keeps your heart from exploding out of your chest? Yes or no? I think you should. Amen or oh me? Am I driving you off the wall today? Yes, I'm lit up for something. The power of a changed life gets me going. Don't fake it. Peter didn't fake it. Peter had been faking it for a long time, I believe, as he walked with Jesus. No more faking now. Jesus is gone. But he has the Spirit of the living God in him. Amen? What a thrill. Number four, we're almost done. I can suffer graciously. The power of a changed life. Look at what happened to him. He can't... And as they spoke unto the people, the priests, the captains of the temple, the Sadducees came upon Peter and John, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through who? The resurrection of the dead. And they laid hands on them. This ain't no touchy-feely healing thing. No, 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 no. They grabbed them. Put them in prison till the next day. For now it was evening. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men were about how many that had been saved now? 5,000. Peter and John suffered graciously. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power, by what name have you done this? Say it with me. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers and people of Israel, If we this day be examined of the good deed done to this impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all. And to all the people of Israel, that by the name, say it with me, of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by Him doth this man stand here before you whole. I love this stuff. This is right after the resurrection. After He ascended, rather. This is a stone which you set it not. You thought He was nothing. He's become the head of the corner now. Neither is there salvation, one of my favorite verses, is there salvation any other, for is there no, no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be what? Saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. Power of a changed life. And they took knowledge, say it with me, of them, say it with me, that they had been with who? You want your life changed? Spend some time with Jesus. Y'all hearing me today? Strong message, isn't it, today? I like it. The power of a changed life. Why did Mama change? She had Jesus. That gave her the strength. And this message I wrote with her in mind, she suffered graciously. I hate the suffering my mother went through. I didn't know it. Didn't know it till after. You would have never known, known my mother suffered. 
because of the light and the radiance that she shared. Y'all hear me? It's incredible. Last point. The power of a changed life, number five, I can do what? How many, raise your hand, God changed your life, you used to be stingy as a day is long. Let me see some hands. Mine's up. I was just stingy. About me. See, the power of a changed life. Yeah, Pete, put your hand up. Listen, listen. But the beautiful thing is, through the power of a changed life, we can become givers. We don't force giving here. We don't push giving here as far as, you need to give, you need to give. I would rather God work through you. Amen? If it takes a little longer for you to get there, hopefully I'll live long enough to see it, okay? But I want you to just, I want you to experience what I've experienced. The joy of giving and serving others and loving people and giving. You hear me or not? It's a beautiful thing, guys. This is what you can have with the power of a changed life. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Neither said with me, was there any among them that what? Lacked. For as many as were possessors of lands or houses, they did what? Sold them, and they brought the prices of the things that were sold. They laid them at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. One guy's mentioned in Joseph, who's by the apostles, uh, was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation. He was a Levite of the country of Cyprus, having land, say it with me, he sold it and did what? Brought the money and he laid it at the apostles' feet. If you flip the page to Acts 5, we're not going to do it today. That's where the faking it started. Ananias and Sapphira. How many know about them a little bit? Guys, listen, the power of a changed life, you don't have to fake it. The power of a changed life you got to let God just work in your life, but also you have to die daily. You have to decrease. He increases. You need to get spend time with Him. We've hit it pretty hard today, but you can be changed. Say, I can be changed. How many would say, I am changed? I am changed. I'm just changed. It's just the way it, it's the way it is, ain't it? I'm not who I was. I'm not the man I was. I am a different person because of Jesus Christ. Amen. Not because of some preacher or something else. I'm different because of Jesus. Let's give him credit today for the word. I got to quit. Amen. Come on. Wow. That was a load.